This just in from Just Riding Along Outdoor Media, Matt's Week in Review with an update on breaking bicycle industry news. Hello and welcome to Matt's Week in Review, which was already told to you in the intro. This one was recorded on 6-2-2022. We're going to kick this week off with the most core road name, Chinelli, being acquired by a group out of Texas. Literally, Yosemite Sam's cousin owns Chinelli. I have no other cheeky news, but just looking at how the industry acts to brand mergers and whatnot, I can only assume hipsters are throwing their tiny caps in the trash and spray-painting their fixed gears as we speak. Yes, that was a cheap one, but I just couldn't walk past that one. Again, Chinelli being acquired, Chinelli Columbus being acquired by Yosemite Sam's cousin. Um, And I'm sure I'm wrong. I'm sure that the group that acquired this is fine and dandy. I just thought it would make a funny joke. Uh, Next up in real news, SRAM purchased Hammerhead, which is older news. And they were like, hey, no worry, mate. You're DI2. No sweat. But then Shimano was like, hey, how about no? So the long story long, when SRAM acquired Hammerhead, there was no intention of removing DI2 functionality from the head units. Shimano moved to withdraw the agreement between Shimano and Hammerhead as they felt SRAM having ownership of Hammerhead created conflict of interest and they would no longer be sharing tech with the company. So just to be clear, if you want to be mad, be mad at the blue company, not the red one. I just bring this up because folks love to crap on SRAM and I felt this was important to cover because the way that the functionality was removed was not SRAM saying we no longer want to support the guys in blue but it was the guys in blue saying we no longer want to share information with the folks in red. So there you have it. Now sticking with SRAM, but going to leaked industry news, AKA production ready spy shots, which aren't spy shots at all. SRAM has an e-bike motor at an EWS e-race. That's right. You heard it. SRAM is going to have a motor system. Um, It's not really leaked because If you take a bike to an EWS race where there's professional media people and a bike keeps going back and forth between Nukeproof and SRAM and the dudes at SRAM are working on an e-bike system, well, you know they're probably not working on a Shimano step system and it has SRAM cranks and it's an all-SRAM drivetrain. It's probably made by SRAM. So there you have it. If they call their electronic suspension system flight attendant, will this be called the afterburner? Wait, FSA makes cranks called that. Um, how about how about I stop forcing jokes for a product name and move on? Just like any other launch video from the last four years, let's slide our way into gravel for a moment or five. Shimano has two new launches for GRX. One is the GRX High Polish is unveiled a limited edition group that is high polished and mega sexy and cool looking. They're going to launch this on a select number of bikes, but I didn't read that closely. Uh, but the group looks really cool and it's going to be really shiny and it's going to look awesome, but just don't look at the small chain ring too closely because the small chain ring is still black and the crank set and the big ring are high polished. So yeah, it looks kind of funny. Also, just something to keep in mind if you're thinking about picking one of these up. If you crash, you will probably not be able to buy replacement parts. When you wear out your chain rings, your big ring on the front, you're going to have to switch it to a non-high polished chain ring. So, if you worry about those things, 
maybe don't buy this stuff. If you don't keep your bikes that long or don't ride them and nothing gets worn out or you don't care, buy it. It's awesome. More GRX. My favorite thing to talk about, wheels. Shimano GRX carbon wheels are released. They have a 25 millimeter internal. They're roughly, they're low 30s deep. I forgot to put that in the notes. Uh, with a claimed weight of 1,461 grams. They look like good and proper gravel wheels. So hopefully better for Shimano athletes to have a comfortable and compliant wheel for longer events. Like, you know, whatever gravel event you like. Or even just everyday riding. For me personally, aero is the last thing I'm worried about on my wheels. I really just like my wheels to be comfortable now. And the fact that Shimano is moving to make comfortable wheels, I feel is something that's really important and is going to keep them relevant in the market for a while. So there you have it. They release wheels and I think they're, I think they're going to do good or well, they're going to do well. Sticking with gravel, but going to nuke proof, they've updated their digger gravel bike to be much, much more shreddy and aggressive than before. To give you an idea, the small digger has the same reach as my 58 centimeter diverge. That that's really the whole new uh, news update is the new nuke proof is a new option for an ultra shreddy gravel bike that blurs the lines between gravel and mountain. I, I don't really have much more to say on that one other than it's just uh you know again shreddy bike that is going to be i don't know a great option for someone that doesn't want a hardtail but doesn't want a road bike and they want something that falls squarely between the two not 100 gravel so segueing back to more regular stuff the cane creek e-silk suspension stem was launched it's a stem that has a boinger but also has a lockout you want to hear more about this one? You should tune into Monday's Jerry Ray to hear my real thoughts, as this one did not land in the new things I can't live without category. I guarantee it. Um, last up, Camelback has finally figured out that the screw top lid thingamajig on their reservoirs, never call it a bladder. That is a great way to make your Camelback rep very upset, is call it a bladder. It's a reservoir. You and I quote my old Camelback rep, you piss from your bladder, you drink from a reservoir. They figured out that the old screw top lid was the worst thing since sliced bread was rationed during one of the world wars. Uh, I just heard that in a podcast recently, so I thought I'd bring it up here as a bad joke. Um, in all seriousness, the screw style lid has always been in the pain in the neck to close and has made me soggy on more than one occasion. Uh, you could kind of cross thread it. So it would seem nice and tight, but then if you you would need to like cross thread it or like tighten it and then squeeze it over your sink to ensure that it wasn't cross threaded and it was actually properly installed. Um, Camelback plans to keep you dry, not moist, with the new Fusion Reservoir lineup. They made this with a really weird toothless zipper closure that is hopefully more reliable than the previous design in terms of ease of use and not giving that false positive on a closure. I think if you go back and listen to one of the episodes, my coldest descent ever was when I didn't properly close my camelback, so it leaked on me on the climb, and then I didn't have my rain jacket, and it, so I was already wet, and then I didn't have a rain jacket, and it started raining on me, and I got really cold. So I don't love that screw style closure. I've just become more diligent in using it, but I know for some people, making anything easier will just make their life better myself included. Um, 
I don't see myself going out and buying one of these anytime soon. But when mine gives up the ghost at some point, I could see myself replacing it with this one. It's going to be a little bit more expensive, but it'd be cool to try it. But it's one of those things where I now have a system to not let the other one let me down, get me all moist and soggy, and I can work around it. So light news week this week. Uh, not not a ton to talk about, uh, just some, some leaked stuff, some gravel stuff. Everyone's heading to Emporia, Kansas for Umbra- Unbound and the whole, you know, uh, Gravel Hall of Fame induction and all that's going on this week. So uh, there was another gravel bike and a gravel tire released this week. But to be honest, I just, I don't know, we're not, I, I didn't like it. It was a Pinarello and a Schwalbe tire that's claimed to be faster. And of course, a new tire is going to be faster because it's a new tire and you're going to say it's faster. That's really all that I have. But I'm sure that as we trend through the summer, stuff is going to keep releasing. There will be plenty to talk about. And again, at some point, I'm going to dig up some opinion-style things, like longer. So if there's something you want me to cover in that regard, like, I don't know, um, you name it, I'll think about it. One thing that I'm really considering is the where do gravel bikes belong in the drop bar world and how many average riders should own road bikes. That's that's something that I've really toyed around with for a long time. And I'd, I'd like to, you know, expound upon pretty heavily. So something like that, or why the Specialized Crave is the best quick-release single speed on the market, or, you know, anything like that. So if you have ideas, send them over. If not, enjoy your weekend, ride safe, and until next time, just be kind to everyone. Thanks for tuning in to this week's news. Until next time, take care and ride safe.